so as we start back off here we were going to take a look at poor Yakin. he uh at the end of our last uh well not even at the end uh still captive held underneath a hidden base somewhere um towards kind of the middle uh i guess the middle of the country uh he has been captured by Splugorth slavers. We have found that the symbiote, not symbiote, uh, damn. You know, I had this word, I had forgotten it after the last session, and now I can't remember it again. Parasite. Parasite. Now that the parasite has been removed, um, Yakim finds himself under control of both uh, someone they call the Kennel Master, who maintains these slave races for these Blugorth themselves before they can be shipped back or maybe even just experimented on uh, and then handed over almost like just a small pet uh, Yakim came into came under control of a new race that he hadn't encountered before um, the Katani and specifically one Katani, an apparent engineer, mad scientist, we're not quite sure yet, who wanted to experiment on him. He spoke much about their understanding of the uh, juicer augmentation as it is, but also he expressed a couple of kind of pieces of disgust. One, why would you do this to yourselves? And then two, you wouldn't survive. You would kill yourself if you were detoxed. Hakeem seemingly took both of these a little bit to heart. Um, but as the experiments continued, eventually the Katani, and we found his name. Did I put it on the character list? Well, I mean, obviously we're gonna have to add that. So we're gonna add, I'm pretty sure we named him Talia. All right, Talia. Kitani scientist. He uh, brought a weapon over to Yakim. Confused, unarmed, pretty much just wearing uh, rags and scraps. Uh, Talia offered him one of the Katani laser rifles. And shocked, he, you know, Yakim picks it up, looks it over, doesn't quite understand what the game is here. And then Talia points to a person strapped at the end of a small firing range and informs him, and you just shoot him. So we're going to start off coming in to find out. Let's see, we've got a chaos factor of eight. And so. Take a look, scene alteration, chaos factor of eight. Uh, it's an interrupted event. What happens? NPC action, neglect, vice. Hmm. Okay. NPC action. Well, I guess we're going to have to roll on the characters because. What does that even mean? Julian the First. Okay. 
Julian the First, NPC action, neglect advice. See, that doesn't make any sense. Julian's nowhere near here. Um, at least as far as we're aware. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that one back. I, I don't believe this has anything to do with Julian. Instead, I think this is, um, I think this is probably going to be, uh, I'm going to ask the fake question then. Is the interruption due to the mask if the interruption is due to the Splugort slave returning and this is the one that had kidnapped Yakeem. Uh, yes it is. Okay. So now let's look at an action meaning. Decrease. Interior. Okay. Okay. I'm starting to get an idea here. as uh, Yakim is presented with this um, energy rifle. The Katani looks at him kind of expectantly and uh, just as he does, he sees the creature that had captured him coming down the steps, hovering in this massive platform, this combination of biomechanical and um, just fused to the machinery. A thing begins to float and Yakim is filled with uh, just the overwhelming sense of disgust. Um, he takes a look at this creature and this fear and concern, everything else that's going on, I think Yakim is going to try to take a shot at the slaver. So let's take a look here. Get it to the actual Savage World cheat. All right. We are going to give Yakim. Let's see. I'm going to start with an agility check. A D12 versus the D10 of the Splugort Slaver. So, Yakim. And now you notice I'm going to use physical dice here because this is way more fun. So that is a 9. The Splugorth, as we said, has a d10. And he rolled a 7. So, Yakim is going to take his shot. The Splugorth is not quite sure what's going on. Yakim, though, recognizing, of course, a chance like this to try to take down some disgusting slaver creature like this, is not going to pass it up. So five and a five. Now this gun actually gets a plus one due to the scope. Uh, so that's going to be a hit. Just to make sure. No dodge. He does have danger sense. Um, not covered by supplies. Sniper shot. Danger sense. Give him notice roll a negative two to detect the hazard and take appropriate action. So He's going to get his D8. This is an A2. Nope, does not see it in time. Uh, surprise, the creature uh, floats down. And then suddenly there is just the sound of a 
Uh, well, there's no sound, of course. Never mind. Um, but Yakim doesn't hesitate. He turns and fires, pulls the trigger. Um, we already made his shooting roll. Now let's take a look. What is the damage on this thing? 46 armor piercing 2. Now the question here. I'm pretty sure Yakim gets the drop on him, being that he was not prepared for it. This was an attack and it makes his notice roll. The foe doesn't get the drop on him. No. So, Yakim. Just to make sure, we go over to what is the drop. Getting the drop on somebody. That's plus four to the attack, so that actually makes it a hit with a raise. And it adds, so it's gonna add a, it's gonna be 5d6 damage, and it's gonna add plus four to the damage roll. All right, so we've got 10, 17, 23, 24, plus 4 is 28. Uh, toughness of 2, so any armor piercing, 2. So toughness comes down to 30, but that's not enough. Um, as the uh, laser goes off, there's a green light that comes out instead of the uh, pale red that we're kind of accustomed to and it uh, patterns against the outside of the shielding. Um, the Splugor Slaver himself seems a little shocked that the slave just took a shot at him. And, let's see here. Kind of cocky that, uh, that such a thing would even happen. He is... He's going to cast Deflection. <laughs> okay, interesting. It says he doesn't have, but I know that they do. Is it due to... Arcane Background. Well, whatever. His spell casting is a d10. So that's with a success and a raise. And now deflection. Uh, negative two against negative two against all attacks against him. So, Slugorth immediately puts up an additional shield. Uh, it seems to pattern an echo and makes it a little bit more difficult to actually see the Slugorth on the other side of it. But as he, um, he begins to bark out some orders, uh, some of the um, warrior women come over and uh, the Katani, Talia, or what do we call him? Talia. Talia um, sees this. 
he activates a button on his side and Keem needs to make a vigor roll and negative two. So. Okay, so it's five success. Uh, so he is only stunned, he is not incapacitated. Uh, and as he goes down shaking, uh, the gun is taken from his hands. Uh, the creature backhands him and goes, ah, I clearly, um, that was not a wise choice of me to take your uh, Zombatron off so quickly. Uh, we are going to rectify that. As he comes back over, and a question. Now, this is kind of a question that I was thinking about. I haven't found anything in any of the books. Um, but does the juicer augmentation um, reduce um, parasites? I'm going to say it's nearly impossible. That is... No. It does not. And so, for an additional time, uh, as Yakim slowly staggers to get back up, he feels this crawling sensation in the back of his neck. And suddenly his mind goes a little out of it little blissful and he quickly just uh, his mind tries to kind of take control and as the parasite begins to uh, just kind of like prevent him from actually even thinking straight again he just kind of okay I'll do what you say the gun drops just kind of like limply from his hands and he uh, pretty much just fades out and so uh, I mean damn he took a shot it wasn't enough but he didn't hesitate I like that um, and because of that I'm gonna drop the chaos factor down a little bit now it doesn't make it easier he's still gonna have like a lot of goddamn issues um, but I, I don't I don't really foresee him not having these issues if that makes sense so um, a couple days pass I'll go back to the scene alteration the scene proceeds normally Yakim, though, as he kind of uh, has another just slow. Uh, I, right? I just don't know. Can I? Um, can I have something to eat that eventually the Talier comes back over? He goes. Uh, I hate how long it takes for these things to uh, to absolve themselves from the bloodstream. You'll be slowly coming back around. Um, you just ate. He goes, what? I just... And as he looks down, there's an empty metal platter in front of him. 
some kind of almost like pale uh, pink going onto gray paste is right there in front of him. Uh, a spoon laid over to the side as he kind of blinks it away. He goes, oh man, fuck, I hate this shit. Well, how do you keep putting this fucking thing on me? He goes, well, it's primarily because you are disobedient. You have a headstrong tendencies and uh, quite frankly, you are more than likely going to try to murder everybody in here. So we have to keep control over you. Nikim just, well, uh, here's the thing, man. You would too, especially if I kept putting a fucking creepy collar bug on the back of your neck. Goes, no, that's fair. And I would. I, I would absolutely kill all of you. You know, but that's not likely. You, you uh, humankind, you just, you don't have the gumption for it. Is I've met some kind that absolutely would. And the uh, Kitani comes over and he leans close and goes, yes, tell me about your people. He goes, uh, they're not my people, man. I'm talking about the fucking coalition states. He goes, yeah, well, yeah, those are your people. That's what I'm referring to. He goes, they're not my people, man. I don't, I don't belong to them. He goes, they're human. Well, yeah, but that that's like two different kinds of dogs, man. Fighting over the same bone. He goes, hmm. This doesn't make sense to me. I have heard that there has been wars and infighting between your various clans, but surely that for the sake and safety of the entire planet, you all come together. He goes, you haven't been here long, have you? Actually, I've been here for at least two full solar cycles. But this is my first time off of the continent. So this is uh, unique, and I'm finding this fascinating. So why don't you tell me all about uh, your clan's plans, the tribe, and what you intend to you know, do once you have conquered everything. He goes, you keep saying this we shit, man. Like, we're not doing this. Uh, I mean, the coalition, they, they fuck things up. They just kind of, like, drag their asshole all over the country and then just tell us what they're trying to do. But that's not really fair, and that's not us. And the Katani looks at him and goes, Well, then, tell me about your tribe. Who is the us here? He goes, Oh, well, I guess um, we're kind of talking about the, the JP... Um, I, I assume so, if that's what you mean. Yes. Is, uh, or the JAL. Yeah, we're... It's kind of a hodgepodge band, man. Like, I don't even think they know that I'm gone. It goes, well, it's unfortunate for you, but that's for all of us involved. I would hate to have to kill them, too. Yeah, good luck with that. I think Julian could probably tear open the doors on his own. Fascinating. You can scribbling this down onto a um, onto a pad in front of him and Nikim just kind of looks around again still blinking away some of the zombie effects he goes well can uh, I just want to know man I'm not trying to use this information or anything but where the fuck are we he goes we are buried right now beneath a small snaking river that feeds up to a tributary that goes out to one of the larger lakes that goes out into a massive gulf that goes into an ocean. 
goes, that fucking tells me absolutely nothing, man. Like, do you know what state we're in? And the Katani looks around. Uh, this question perplexes me. What, what does state mean? Like, uh, you are coming off of the, um, post-Zomatron inebriation caused by your augmentation process. Um, I am perfectly sober right now. He goes, ah, oh, fuck off, man. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, do you know the name of the territory we're in? Like, where we are above ground in relation to where we're supposed to be? He goes, no. And I don't frankly care. If you guys have territories, that is your issue, not mine. Okay, you're fucking helpful. He goes, well, you are not right now, so uh, I need you to come back with me. We are still going to be testing some of these uh, augmentations of yours. Fuck. All right. And as he comes back, uh, they go into a larger area, and there is... Um, let's ask a question here. What kind of person... Uh, characters, personalities... I'm trying to think of what would be a good one here. Traits and flaws. Object. Strong. Object strong. So let's take a look at skills. I have kind of an idea, but I don't know what it's going to mean yet. Criminal bestow. Object strong. Hmm. So, as a. Yeah, 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 I like this. Um, one of those is what I was thinking of. I'd have to go and find the book to figure out what the NPC is. But as Yakin comes over, there's, um, there's a young woman. Uh, dressed in tattered robes too but the remnants of attached armor uh, still kind of like um, show that she was at least prepared for survival in the wilderness um, but she has kind of like a quick um, almost like darting of her eyes she's a little paranoid not entirely sure what's going on and uh, Yakim sees her uh, looks her up and down and goes hey I got you too where, where are we? What is going on here? I do not understand this, and I do not wish to be here anymore. Can you get me out? Do you know what's going on? And uh, Talia taps a button, and she suddenly stops. I'm like, oh, that hurts. Oh, fuck. Tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. I'll behave. And King goes, hey. No, she, she's fucking complying, man. Just let her go. Talia looks over at Yakim. Uh, doesn't break eye contact, but then slowly lets go of the button. He goes, I'm releasing this button because I choose to, not because you were told to. Because whatever, man, just don't fucking torture her. And he pushes the button again for a brief second. He goes, that was a lesson to you. That was fucked up, man. He goes, that doesn't matter. He uh, looks over to the young woman. He goes, so your transplant has uh, taken, I take it. She goes, I don't... I don't want to talk about that. That's fucked up. No, 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 no. I don't know what you did to me. And he uh, reaches over. And uh, let's let's take a look here. What kind of book 
equipment are we talking about now? And uh, I don't know why to ask a fake question. saying 38 yes so uh there as he kind of takes a better look at this woman um with the armor panels removed and everything the the mostly black clothes um they fit loosely on her they they drape um but she has broad shoulders um like a, a muscular frame um but as he I'm gonna give him a notice roll. Notices at D6. Alright. Notice roll five and a four. Uh, he notices that there is a shift under her clothes. Uh, as though there is something moving of its own volition. And he goes, Oh, what the fuck? You okay? The girl goes, I don't know what they did. There's they, there's something on my chest, and I I can't get it to go away. And no, oh, fuck you mean, there's something on your chest. What, what did they do? She goes, no, 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 it's not what they did. They, they put something on me. It, I, it's disgusting, and I don't know what it's doing to me. Can you get it off? And as he kind of looks around, trying to figure out what's going on, uh, Talia comes back with two swords. Uh, he hands one over to Yakeem, hands one over to the girl, and just... Okay. The rules of this fight are simple. These weapons are not powered. They have been disabled, but they will still function as sharpened steel weapons. And I expect you two to fight to first blood. Now, both of you have uh, enhanced healing abilities, so... I expect you to be able to burn those uh, to keep yourselves alive. He goes, uh, you want me to use my biocomp to keep going? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? He goes, I don't care what you have to do or what you call it. You need to stay alive, stay awake, uh, keep fighting until I tell you to stop. I will not let you kill each other, so do not worry about that. And he uh, finally just kind of steps away. He goes, well begin and so we are going to delete some of this stuff that has been taken away from him and Akeem picks up this long sword uh, I'm going to yeah okay so we are going to go right into... No, I'm not going to do an initiative roll. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to have Yakeem fight against somebody who is very similarly armed. Uh, that is a 5 and a 2. So he rolls a 5. She... 4 and a 10. Okay, so she's going to go first. Um, he's got a fighting of d8. I'm going to give her the same. Uh, and as she comes up, she holds a sword. 
Um, it's kind of awkward in her hands. And so I'm going to give her a negative two on this. And if she, um, she feels like, I, I don't understand what's going on, but I'm so sorry about this. I'm so sorry. And she swings at the king. He's got a parry of six. Uh, that is a seven minus two. That's a five. Um, he ducks underneath. Uh, the swing comes just over his head. And he uh, steps back a little bit, uh, brandishing his sword automatically into like a fencer's pose, or not even a fencer's pose. Like maybe he's not actually a fencer, but at least in a defensive, um, ready to attack uh, from all ranged attacks. So that's dodge. I just want to check reflexes. Nope, it's uncanny reflexes. Negative two to hit. Yep. Okay. So it's on melee, it's negative two to hit, and it's got a parry of six. Yakim comes up, um, and on a return swing, he had, he's going to, I mean, first off, he's not gonna try to actually hurt her. I'm gonna give her a similar parry of six. Okay, that hits. Uh, so a long sword is a d8 plus strength, and its strength is a d10. And realize I don't have the dice camera on. So four total. Excuse me. He uh, he comes back and he tries to pull his punch. Uh, let's see something here. Tall, yay! Notice looking punches. Uh, we'll say this is actually kind of likely. Uh, yeah, he, he sees it, uh, and he immediately goes to press a button just briefly. I'm going to give him a vigor check at negative two. That blows up. That blows up again. Okay. Uh, the tase goes off, and Yakim though stands his ground, just fucking hate that thing, man. It's not designed to be pleasant. Fight! I do not expect to till you again. So we come over to the next round. The gal who Yakim uh, is fighting against just she begins to sob a little bit, and then she swings again. It's a four and a four that misses. Yakim tries to come around again. This time he's not going to pull his punches, but he is still trying to go non-lethal. Ah, three and a one. Oof, that sucks. You know what? Yeah, he's going to throw burn die into this. Three. Oh, fuck, Yakim. So, Yakim's burn die goes down again. He is now at a two burn left, but his now his burn die goes up to a d10. Oof. But as he uh, swings, it's not quite enough to connect, <coughs> and he suddenly gets a rush. There is a heat under his skin; it begins to burn just behind his eyes. He feels flush come up through his face. Uh, he tries to shake. He's like, "No, no, 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 no!" 
It is too early. I can't go out now. He goes, fuck. Get yourself together. And he slaps himself across the face. Uh, the girl just stops. She's like, what are, what are you doing? Just fight. Fight. Um, she comes around, tries to catch him again, but misses. He, that's a three and three. That misses as well. This battle goes back and forth. Uh, the two of them not really wanting to hurt each other, but uh, Yakim finally catches with a with a solid blow with the six uh, strength and one and a two, but uh, it's obvious he is pulling his punches. Um, another. Um, he suddenly stops and is as the tase goes off again uh, the girl comes up uh, he loses his negative two to hit she's actually going to take this uh, i'm going to say he's distracted or vulnerable so this is going to be a plus two um that is an eight and now uh, eight points uh he is yeah um it cracks him across the back. Uh, the blade uh, doesn't quite cause enough to burst or break the skin, I'm sorry. But he is now shaken. Um, he's going to try to make a spirit check. Fails. Uh, and she's going to come at him again. Uh, blows up. It's an 11, so it's a hit with a raise. So now it is d8, d10, and a d6. So that is 9, 15, and this blows up, 15, 20. Okay, so it's 20 over 8 is 3 wounds, right? 12, yeah, it's 3 wounds. Um, as he is doubled over, uh, I'm going to definitely spend one of his pennies. He's going to take a vigor check to try to soak three wounds worth. Okay, so that blows up. Um, that's two wounds. That blows up again. He soaks all of them uh, and becomes unshaken, just at the cost of a single penny. For one penny a day, you two can keep Yakim alive. And now we're going to come back around the other side. Uh, Yakim four that's not quite enough now that he's aware and back up on his feet this is swing against Hakeem but he comes around uh, with the six he catches her um, fury is beginning to grow and build and he um, just still cannot seem to really pull the punches or stop from pulling the punches this woman seems innocent. He's not quite sure what's going on. Um, and while he is trying to put on a good show, uh, I'm gonna give him, let's see, intimidation, persuasion. Yeah, it's gonna be a D4 minus two as he tries to put on a performance. So, D4. Oh, those both blow up. Okay, so that's nine minus two is a seven total. Um, he starts putting on a performance, and I'm gonna say that uh, Talia can't tell now that he's pulling his punches. 
comes around again. Oh, snake eyes. Um, I'm going to say he becomes uh, vulnerable as the girl. Uh, let's see. That is a, I mean, it's straight three. That's not enough. He shakes off the vulnerability. Swings again. Two and four. These two just keep fighting back and forth. So that's a six. Eleven. That's a hit with a raise. Let's see if she actually does something this time. Eight. Ten. So he is now shaken again. And we'll give him his vigor roll. And he unshakes. Uh, as he as this fight comes back and forth, um, the movement underneath her shirt uh, just becomes a little bit more insistent. And there's an animalistic growl that's starting to fill the air. Um, he swings. She is too fast. And as the mo momentum comes back around, he... Oh, my God. Uh, she gets a plus two. No. Come on, Yakeem. Do something. One of you two do something. There we go. She manages to catch him again. Um, that is. With a, that's a hit with a raise. Oh, it's damage with a raise, right? 11, toughness of 8. No, actually, it's not. And. She switched these dice. There we go. He catches her, um, the sword, as he tries to drive to see what's underneath her shirt. Um, that sounded a little dirty, not quite what I meant. He actually can't seem to even get enough purchase. The heavier skin on this uh, person, it's just enough to kind of keep him at bay. Here we go, eight, all right, nine, with a raise, so. Jesus. Oh. They battle back and forth. I'm going to give them one contested fighting roll because this back and forth is a little too much, but Yakim is a little shocked. Um, oh, there we go. Yakim, eight. It's a 15. She's got to be 15. Come on, she gets nine. Uh, the fight goes back and forth. The sound eventually starts filling the air of this steel-on-steel -steel combat. And he seems shocked at the speed and, and ferocity of the way that she fights. It's not like a juicer. The juicer moves with kind of like that uh, hummingbird quickness. And instead, it's more of just brute force. It is an animalistic attempt to overwhelm the opponent. Um, the strength that comes from her arms despite how you know she seems to have some like ropey muscles but he uh, seems shocked at how quickly when the blade comes down he has to move with um, full force to parry it and it's there he takes an opportunity a uh, heavy slash across her chest to see if he can get whatever may be on her off the shirt opens up and instead of any form of human ribcage instead there is what looks like a giant crab it's uh, eight arms 
just wrapped around where her rib cage is that cover pretty much from just below the clavicle underneath her arms they puncture into her back where these heavy claws dig in and where the claws touch the skin instead there's almost burned flesh from where the this creature is attaching itself all the way down to the blood vessels uh, as it's aware it's now exposed to the air in the middle of the crab's back instead there is a giant powerful jaw and a long almost leech-like tongue that suddenly flails out uh, Yakim needs to make a horror check so this is gonna be his spirit which is a d8 okay that blows up so the good news is Yakim does not die of a heart attack um, but the sword that comes back and goes what the fuck the fuck did you do to her what is this Talia just continues making his notes. As the young woman begins to cry, she's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they did to me, but it's talking to me. And then Talia's, the only sound we hear is that continuous just as he continues his notes on this pad. So we will end our session there tonight. To say, given that he did eventually win the fight, uh, the chaos factor goes down, and we're going to need to come up with a new name for this gal because she may be another NPC that we need. But yeah, the the symbiotes are just as scary as the actual parasites in this game. As soon as we got into the Atlantis stuff, things got tough. Things can get real tough. I thought there was a name. Actions, gods, sensory. Names. What? Did I click the wrong one? Action raw. Action raw? That doesn't make any sense. Um, what is an action that we could... What is an action that is a fairly common name? Jump, noun, an action. I'll have to think of this a little bit, but if you have any ideas, feel free to drop them in chat. Um, send them to me over Mastodon. You can reach me at, at, um, at Esquire the Duke at uh, mastodon.social you can uh, contact us through patreon you can join for free or you can become one of our juicers uh, for five dollars a month which will grant you access to special features on our discord server um, and when i get to the point of recording and having a backlog of episodes again advanced access to those episodes plus my eternal dying gratitude for helping me pay for these things um, you can send me messages through here on twitch uh, twitch.tv forward slash uh, Esquire the Duke um, or just if you really need to whisper it into the void and eventually it'll come to me through a rift but with that I wish you all a good night mm -hmm.